and welcome back. It's your boys, the Lil Speaks and Milski, coming to you live with all the great takes on Denver sports. Thank you to everyone tuning in, and we are excited for another great week of Mile High Homegrown Takes. And now, I gotta just say to everyone, I'm a little bit sorry. I know we were a little silent last week. I know you didn't really hear us. You know, all the amazing takes that I had and all the horrible ones that Mason had. But, you know, a little situation came up, and uh, we didn't really know uh, what the hell was happening. We found out our buddies at uh, Russia or Minnesota or wherever that is, somewhere way out there, decided to hop in uh, the Insta. And uh, you know what we said? We, you know. Anything is possible, baby. We we didn't quit. Well, I honestly, honestly, I thought the Instagram was gone. And if and if the Instagram was too. gone, I didn't know where this was going. You boys hype up the Instagram and and keep us rolling. We the whole week we could not get into our account, and we were losing our minds. And we just like wanted to get this episode out. And we're like, we could throw it out there, but we have no way of like getting it out. So yeah. we're, we're back. We're back. I'm okay with it. I was ever. worried. I was worried though, but we're good. We're good, man. We're going to have a good week. I think we've got some good stuff we're going to dive into this week. So what's, I think so. I mean, like, honestly, like, you know, we're back at it. It's not like we took a break from sports. I mean, there was so much happening, like going back a little bit, Mason, you were wrong. I'm telling you bones is looking great. That dude is awesome. I'm really excited for our future. He is that streaky 3 and D guy, and he is still a kind of a point guard. Like, he enjoys playing that a little bit. So, you know, it's been fun watching that go down. Um, I mean, MLB's been hot. It has been hot lately. Feel the yeah. Dreams game. Oh, my God. Oh, that was like, awesome, man. That was like, awesome. You can't not be if, – if, if you're a true sports fan, you, like – felt that like you had goosebumps right there like that was just absolutely amazing it's kind of like like if you wrote up a script about how that game was going to go like the one-off yep. like field of dreams yep. game you couldn't have wrote it better than that i mean it was just like the comeback and the walk-off and it's like the fans were super awesome there. like the that was a great experience man like yeah. from an iowa guy myself like it was awesome to have that out here in iowa awesome yep. to be able to experience that uh, Dude, that was the walk-ins cool. the walk-ins oh game, my goosebumps so man goosebumps I, like i saw it and i was like i still i got goosebumps right now honestly talking <laughs> about it. like that was so hype that was so hype going going back to bones i hope i'm wrong i hope i'm wrong and i'll yeah. be honest this summer like made me feel really good about it i don't i i, I i'll be honest I could give a crap about summer ball. Like it's a lot of scrubs, honestly, like playing with some good guys. So it's tough to judge, but like, Mm -hmm. yeah, bones, bones played pretty well. And I like that. Like I, again, I hope I'm wrong, but yeah, we'll see. We'll see what happens. You know, it's like you said, it's like that pick that it was 26, not too high of expectations at the moment he's passing them because those expectations were just pretty low because we were like, Hey, this man's available. He's talented. We're going to get him. If he shows out, that's great. That's just way better than what we ever expected. Right. Like there's not a whole lot of pressure on him. And it's like, if yeah. he doesn't pan out, it's not like I'm going to feel like we're losing anything. And if we get something out of him, then it's more than we expected. It, it's great. So I agree. Hopefully he seems like a good character. Like he's going to seem like yeah. a good guy to have around the team. I hope, like, I hope like my only concern is hey. like, if he gets like too big of a head, but like, I think he'll do great. Hey, you know what bones, if you're listening to this right now, 
shout out bones we want you on the podcast just let us know when and where and we will link up with you we'd love to shoot the shit a little bit bones i will completely forfeit anything i had to say negative about you and i will buy your jersey if you hop on this podcast (laughs) okay that's enough of recruiting bones okay all right let's get into it let's get into this week so this week is a special one boys because hey football is absolutely back betting is in oh my gosh it is just a fantastic time right now and this week we got a little special one we got the over unders you know we got a little bit of our hometown we got to talk a little bit about our boys because man they're looking good we got to talk about the team we got to talk about the league there's a lot of different areas we want to go ahead and talk about and mason you want to go ahead and uh, start off with the first one yeah uh Coming into uh, NFL season, I'm ready to lose like $500 throwing down, you know, massive parlays on my teams. But this is why we're talking about it is to get you guys our thoughts so you don't listen to us. Okay. Don't listen to Speaks. That's what I have to say. Um, We're Denver Broncos coming in uh, eight and a half over under. I'm saying over uh, easy pick 27th strength of schedule. Like that's pretty nice uh 17 games like i think you know i think they're gonna go over 500 um the only thing that worries me like the only thing that worries me is our division that's it you know having games against like that's six games that like honestly you could we could go oh and six and i don't think we will but at the same time you know we're looking at like a nice home schedule that's not too bad with the jets are coming Washington's coming yep. since he's coming Philly's coming those are all games that we should be winning so yeah. I'm taking the over and big momentum swings I like that I will say I agree with you I'm taking the over I think they can honestly easily grab nine wins that strength of schedule is happy or it's exciting um Denver has eight games in the FPI's bottom 10 teams so that's nice. already eight games that we should those are those are should wins unless we somehow mass them up I mean, our defense is looking even stronger. It was cool to see the rankings come out. Pat Sertain, PS2, that's a dope nickname. Holy shit, I love that. I think it's an absolutely great time right now. Drew Locke's looking great. You know, Milski, right now he's looking like the guy. I know it's preseason, and I know it's tough. You know, like, it's even weird just watching the games on, like, a Friday night. Like, that was just kind of weird. Saturday I need to be like ready for Sunday red zone you know like that's that's the time we need it as but um no I agree I look forward to it but you know with the man that screwed us over we're gonna go back to his team a little bit we got the Green Bay Packers at 10 give me your take on that I'm a I'm a I'm a Packers fan and like like I think like they're good like and not in the sense that I necessarily always root for them but I think they're gonna be really good this year but i'm gonna say under and i know at 10 that might shock a little people but they have a really tough schedule they have the fourth ranked um strength of schedule this year um i think a little bit of the off-season drama is gonna hurt them like i think they might be a little slow coming out of the gates there's a lot of stuff like going around aaron and around the team that like it's just not all focused there um and then they've got a tough stretch where they go to Arizona and then they go to Kansas city 
and then they get Seattle at home. Then they go to Minnesota and they get the Rams and the bears at home. Then they go to the Ravens. Then they get the Browns and Minnesota at home. So I know that's a lot of games, but that's a tough schedule right there. Um, I still think they're going to make some noise in the playoffs. Like they're a team that like, I think they'll get to the playoffs. And once you get there, like it doesn't matter. Like we saw what the Bucks did. Yeah. So like, I still think they'll make a lot of noise, but I'm going to take under. I don't think they're getting to 10 wins this year. You know what? And this is why we say, don't listen to Mason. I mean, like this is literally, we're helping you out right here, boys. Cause that is just straight up wrong. I mean, this dude posted on his Instagram with Devonte Adams, the bulls last dance. Now, I don't know if nobody watched that, but they won a championship that year. I'm not saying the Packers are winning a championship right now, but they're about to go make some noise. I mean, you're looking at A-Rod and Devontae. Okay, you know, those dudes are okay. I don't even want to talk about them. I want to talk about Marquez Valdez-Scantling. Oh, my God, that dude's crazy. The lizard man, Alan Lazard. You know what? All I'm saying, they have the seventh highest win total. But looking at them, I could see them heading back to the NFC title. Aaron Rodgers, screw you for teasing us. You know, they're going to have those fun matchups week three against SF, week nine against Kansas City. They've had this tough schedule in the past. I know you said it was, uh, uh, I have it as 14th. I thought you said like seventh or something. Um, I know that they've had tough schedules in the past and they've gone past that. They've proven others wrong. They've proven you wrong. And I believe that they're going to go over 10 games. Ladies and gentlemen, Hayden Spiegler. Uh, at his best doesn't doesn't even mention the two best players because he doesn't even matter i don't even want to hear it like next team unbelievable kansas city chiefs the team that everyone <laughs> and their freaking mom hates uh even chiefs fan probably hate him a little bit uh 12 and a half over <laughs> under speaks give it to me i mean to be honest I, I got to just say over. I mean, I absolutely hate them. They don't even have that tough of a schedule. I mean, they've got our division locked down a little bit. You know, they've gone over their win total all eight seasons that they've been under Andy Reid. They've literally gone over whatever's been predicted for them. I think losing Le'Veon was a big help because I think Clyde Edwards yeah. is about to have a breakout year. I'm really excited for that. Um Right now, Kansas City is also favored 1.3 over Tampa for um, a neutral field uh, rematch if it, like, happened tomorrow. So I think that could be interesting. But I don't know. Like, it's just, it's just I want to say under, but, like, I just know it, I'm going to be proven wrong. Yeah, I mean, if I'm putting, like, my money on this, like, yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm saying over as well. And, you know, we mentioned this a few weeks ago. I really don't see a team better than the Chiefs right now. And yeah. I think the worst thing that could have happened to the NFL was the Chiefs losing in the Super Bowl, pissing them off. Like, it's like now they get to come out and basically people are like, oh, maybe the Chiefs aren't the best team. Like, they're going to come out and just prove it. Like, I, I really worry about the Chiefs this year. And it sucks that we have to deal with them in our division for so long. Um, God. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, I mean, they stay healthy. I don't see any reason why they're not pulling off. Maybe also, close to 15, 16 wins. There's, I don't see him losing a game at home. That stadium is also incredibly tough to play in. Arrowhead is something else, and it's just – honestly, all right, wait. I don't even want to talk about the Chiefs. They just piss me off. We yeah, just I hate that. them. I hate yeah. them. Yeah. That's, a, right. that's let's, enough. Let, let, let's move on to a team that, you know, it, you can hate them. You totally can. You know, they got a little bit of a history, but 
And I do. Quite honest. Okay. Well, they suck right now. So give me a take. Chicago Bears, 7.5. Under. I don't care what it's at. Under. 7.5, you say? Definitely under. (laughs) Under. I I hate the Bears. Uh, There's only like a few of my friends that listen to this that are Bears fans. But I got plenty of Bears fans. And they're the most obnoxious, like unrealistic fans in the universe. I'm tired of it. Uh, yeah. There's too many questions around cor- the quarterback. Uh, I think Justin Fields needs time Agreed. to develop. They've got the third hardest schedule coming into this year. Uh, there's just not enough talent surrounding Justin Fields to make him what he could be right now. Under hundred percent under. I couldn't agree more, which is pretty surprising, but yeah, that, that third hardest schedule. And uh, I mean, honestly, like I, I thought Justin Fields played great. Again, it's preseason, but he looked really, really good. But that's not their QB right now. They're not even giving him the time to really do that. I mean, that QB room is a bit confusing. Could be a great learning year for Justin. And then this could continue on to some really big years for them. But, you know, I don't have them even coming close to that. I actually have them winning like five games. I mean, the first six weeks include the Packers, Ravens, Bucks, Steelers, and 49ers. Like, I don't no. see them winning any of those games. Like, I I really think they're going to struggle. Um, I'm, not, I'm an Ohio State hater, so honestly, sorry, Justin Fields, you suck. I really hope you honestly draw that franchise into an even deeper hole. I really don't think they can do it. But the team that can do it, I'm going Cleveland Browns. 10 and a half, I'm taking that over. I think 10 out of 10 times, this is a team that is a storybook momentum team with the addition of the skill set. I think big week one against the Chiefs, Travis Kelsey even said that they're title contenders. That's just Travis trying to get in their head. But hey, I like hearing that because that's their opponent right there. They're even a little bit scared. They've got a great bye week uh, placement where they're playing the Ravens home they get a buy, then they get to play the Ravens again away. I could see them honestly winning both of those. Lamar is looking good, but I could see them winning both of those. The Browns jumped from 10 to 10 and a half. Uh, at, and this is their second consecutive year that they're moving up with their win total. I mean, they're coming off an 11 and five uh, season. They're one of the most talented rosters both ways. They have a top ranked O-line with that two headed monster. I mean, I'm not a Browns fan. But, like, it's just cool to see that this shitty of a team is starting to make a come up. And they have a story right now. They have Baker. They have they have a pretty nasty team, honestly. Like, I love Njoku for some random reason. That dude is just nasty. But I, I, I got the Browns going over at 10 and a half. I'll, I'll be honest. They are not starting to come up. They have come up. This team is here to stay. They were a couple plays away from beating the chiefs last year and going to the AFC championship thing. I mean, I know Mahomes went down, but that Browns team is legit. 100% taking the over. Um, I think like their, their hardest games are at home this year and they've got a good, I mean, like think like we haven't seen that stadium, like maybe even in our lifetime, like to what it could be, but now that they're getting good, like it's a fun stadium to go to. Like they're good teams. So Baker's only getting better. I think the team's only getting better. They're going to get a healthy receiving core back. Their defense is going to be healthy again. I think there's a lot going on here that like, I think, I think there's just it's too working. many positives. Yeah. It's, it's working. working. Yeah. I think and I'll right. say going back, I, I do 
going back to the the Chiefs and the Bears, I'll say we're normally a pretty family friendly podcast, but I'll say that got out of hand. I mean, we got absolutely disrespectful to both of those ball clubs and I'm not going to sit here and apologize. So I know, I know my parents, I know all my friends are going to be like, Hey, you guys got to chill on the chiefs and the bears, but I just want to go back and say, I'm not apologizing. I hate, I hate both those ball clubs. And well said, I mean, like what, what, what's the reasoning? It's not like we like, it's not like they have anything to give to us that we should appreciate. Like, okay. Yeah. Like, like, Maybe Pat Mahomes is a generational type of QB. Who cares? I don't even care. Honestly, Drew Locke is too. Hey, he's going to be Drew Locke looking like the best rookie this year. I mean, eh, no, I'm playing. He's honestly looking amazing though. And the Bears, dude, they've had their time. That was way before us. Nobody cares about them now. That's like, they're just so irrelevant. I don't think uh, you know what, mom, dad, you might be listening to. I'm sorry. I don't know if I like dad. Yeah, you like the Bears. That sucks. I don't care if Milski's friends, the Bears suck. Sucks. I'm sorry about it. But you know what? We live another day. Sorry to all the kids out there. This one's for the kids, by the way. This is the, uh, this, we are sponsored now. Did you know that? We're, we're, yeah. we're, we're officially sponsored now. We, yeah. uh, we're donating to Peyton Manning's uh, throwing charity, which is actually pretty dang cool. Yeah, we're making moves, boys. We're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna come out with some merch at some point, and we're just waiting to see who's gonna bite on it. We're gonna get a, we're gonna get a pro athlete on this podcast, whether people like it or not. And I, oh, if it happening. has to be Patrick Mahomes, I'll do it. I don't want to, but I'll do it. Dude, I don't know if I can settle. Yeah, I don't want that scrub on here. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get out of that. Uh, good, to, good to talk teams. That'll be fun to see what happens there. Um, obviously, a lot of teams we didn't touch on, but those were some of the ones that stood out to us that we thought were some good lines to touch on. Uh, we're going to hop back on the Broncos train here and touch on a few uh, few big players and kind of see what they're looking like. Um, Cortland Sutton, uh, over under five and a half touchdown receptions this year. I'll let you go first. All right, and... I'm going to go with over. I think this dude was, I, I feel so bad for his injury, but the other thing too is it was an ACL and we've seen how many people can come back from that injury extremely yeah. healthy. He had six touchdowns in 2019, right before the injury. He was on the rise, didn't have as great of a QB back then. I mean, Drew Locke was still figuring his stuff out. We had a bunch of different coaching issues, you know, He's coming back to an exciting team. Like this team right now looks like they have a really solid chemistry. I really, really like yeah. that. But focusing specifically on Cortland, this dude's dominant in the red zone. You know, he's, I, I argue he is our wide receiver one in the red zone. I think he's gonna, he has that body. He has that connection with Drew already because he's been there before. And I think he's going over. I think he's going exactly six touchdowns. I hate arguing against the Broncos. I love arguing against you because it's so easy. <laughs> Sadly, I'm going to take the under and not so much because of Cortland, but because of who's around him. I think coming into this year, I think KJ Hamler, Jerry Judy, Noah Fant, our running backs even, and a guy like Tim Patrick are going to be putting up so many numbers and so many opportunities to get touchdowns. I just think I don't know if Cortland's going to get there. I worry about his injury. I do. I know there's been so many guys that have come back and just been f- 
phenomenal and they haven't missed a beat. I worry about that. So like, that's my thought is I don't know if he'll get there right now. I think if he's under, he's at five. Like, I don't think he's going to be hitting around two or one. Um, I think Cortland's going to have a phenomenal year, but I, I just, I don't know. I see other guys kind of breaking out. Um, that's the only reason why we'll, we'll go to the next guy. Um, Jerry Judy, four yeah. and a half. I'm taking the over. That's why I think he's too good at creating space. He's a deep threat and he's a red zone threat in the red zone. You man him up one-on-one. -on -one, he's going to create space and get in the end zone. Um, he's ready for a breakout year. He had a tough year with drops last year, too many missed passes by drew. Um, I just, I think he's the guy that like I see breaking out towards like six or seven. And that like, that's kind of why I go back with Cortland going down is because I think Jerry's going to have that breakout year. And, you know, I can completely understand that. Like it is, this is a tough one to talk about because I agree. Like I really like Jerry Judy. I think he's amazing. I think he will have a breakout year, but I just think you're wrong. To be honest, one thing, ladies and gentlemen, I'm sorry. If, if you're listening right now, Mason has had some PTSD with some knee injuries. That's the only reason he's he's thinking crazy here. You know, Corbin Sutton's going to come back even stronger. The problem with Jerry Judy, he honestly doesn't have a problem. He just doesn't have a great connection with Drew. There was an early camp report that showed how much of a great connection he actually had with Teddy. And right now, it is not looking like Teddy's going to be that starter. So if Drew stays as the starter... I'm not trusting it as much as Teddy is, and I'm actually having him under. And it's, and I will say, I will agree with you on this. It is really tough because we have so many options. Like, I, I've, yeah. I've always talked about him. You know, one of my favorite guys is KJ Hamler. I yep. am so excited for that dude to have a fantastic year, but he's going to take away some of these touches, some of the utility, and it's going to be a little tough to really make sure we're, like, ha letting everyone have their moment because everyone – has an opportunity on this offense to shine like we have so many players my sleeper pick actually for potentially the most touchdowns I think Tim Patrick honestly that dude can yeah. just surprise some people like he he had six red zone touchdowns last year and remember what Jake said about what Bulls did, yeah I'm in in Jake yeah. Frazier coming in saying, Bulls yeah. said, watch out for Tim Patrick I 100% agree 100% Tim Patrick's that guy I 100% agree. I think that like he he's so like he's lengthy too. He had 12 targets last year and 83% completion just in the red zone alone. Like I, I'm so yeah. excited for this dude to just show out. Only thing that scared me is I saw the Ravens called us about our wide receivers and specifically Tim Patrick. And with a lot of juice on that offense, I mean, they might look to like George Payton might look to offload some guy like Tim Patrick, who yeah. is still like our fourth or fifth option to get someone else. I hope he doesn't. Yeah. I hope he doesn't. But I mean, there's a lot of options on that offense. I mean, a guy like Tim Patrick can be starting on most teams. Like he's one of the Without more underrated receivers. Like people don't realize how good that guy is. Yeah. And we were saying this, like, especially our offense, we have one of the most talented rosters. They're just all so young, so yeah. much potential and everything. And I mean, like, like it's okay. This is a little bit off of what we were talking about, but do you think it's possible Tim Patrick's gone this season? Cause that honestly scares me. That honestly does scare me. I mean, if, if there's anyone they offload on offense, it's going to be him. If I'm being honest, they're not getting rid of Noah. They're not getting rid of KJ. They're not getting rid of Jerry. They're not getting rid of Cortland. Like 
he's he's a guy that like yeah he's great but like even our own fan base probably doesn't you know appreciate him appreciate the amount him he enough. should be so yeah. it's like I think I think if anyone goes it's him I I hope we don't because like you know wide receiver is a position where you're like you can never have too many good players but like oh without you know, a doubt. we could we could use some help on the o-line maybe a little bit we could use we could use you know something else sure. so maybe I want to say no but maybe all right well I, I think that's fair. And I mean, not necessarily the O-line because we're still stacked at this position. Going to Noah Fant, we have him at four touchdowns right now. I got him at over. I mean, besides uh, Jerry Judy last year, he was the number one red zone target. 13 targets for three touchdowns in the red zone alone. Tight end is heavily used for these situations. I mean, we're talking specifically touchdowns here, which is why I love focusing on the red zone. He's he's on the verge of that breakout year. Like we have so many guys on the verge of that breakout year, and this is a place where he can shine. We know that like the spotlight is starting to be on him because he's gonna be our tight end number one, and he's just someone that either Drew or Teddy could rely on, no matter who it is, no matter what time it is in the season. I think I have him going over potentially even at I have him at six touchdowns. Yeah, I I have over as well. I think. I think Noah's poised for a breakout year. It, it's weird. He's only had three touchdowns each year, and he gets a couple early. And he's a very high red zone target. Um, yeah. We use our we use our tight ends a lot, especially in play action. Uh, they like to go to play action down in the red zone. Um, but a lot of times, it's like they go in this bunch formation where they throw in like the second or third string tight end to make it really look like we're running it. And then those are the guys getting the tutties. But I think, I think Noah's going to be great. I really just think like all the options we have is going to open up so much for each of them. Like having so many yeah. guys is going to help each of them in their own way. Like, it's just like, yep. think about how good our wide receiver are. Like that's going to take so much eyes off Noah, but for how good and dangerous Noah is, that's going to help like our slot guys. Like it's like, I don't know what the defenses are going to try to do against us. And I think, you know, we're not even touching on it, but like that might open up so many holes in the run game, which would be huge. And Devonte yeah. Williams, man, all he does is break tackles too. All he does. And you've dude's been hot looking, on him since day one. Yeah. Dude's been looking nice. I'm, he looks so good in a Broncos uniform. Oh my gosh. Like I, spicy. I'm, I'm so ready. Oh, he, he does look spicy, bro. That, that crush orange. Whew. God, that looks good. Well, hey, I I understand not every single one of our fans is a Broncos fan. I know a lot of people have reached out to us about non-Broncos stuff, so we'll we'll switch it up a little bit. Just gotta say, it it was your last chance to hop on the train. We're looking great, but going yeah. to non-Broncos stats, we're gonna go right into Baker Mayfield touchdowns over under twenty nine and a half. Go ahead, Milski. I'm taking over, man. I'm all in on the Browns. I'm all in on Baker Mayfield. He threw 27 his first year, 26 this last year, and he's still nowhere near where he's going to be this year. Um, his receiving core is only getting better. Like I said, Odell's going to be healthy. Jarvis is there. Like they've just, they've got the pieces. Um, you know, he can use his RBs. He's got, you know, this, this they're stacked. Their old line is always good. Um, you know, as long as they stay healthy, I really see Baker Mayfield and the Browns being in contention to to get to the Super Bowl this year. I really do. That's a hot take. But I think Baker Mayfield could have, you know, a borderline MVP season this year. I think he does 
I think him and the Browns do what the Bills did last year. I think he's going to be better than Josh Allen. I think the Browns are just that team, man. I'm all in on the Browns. Ladies and gentlemen, see, this is why I'm friends with Mason right here, because he says some of these smartest things in the world, and at the same time, he says things that can hurt him so much. Oh, my gosh. I agree. I agree with literally everything you said, except the original question. I, I totally agree about everything that I, I think Baker could have an MVP year. I think he's going to have a better year than Josh Allen. I think they are Super Bowl contenders. And you hurt yourself by saying this. I think they have one of the best running back rooms in the, in the nation, which is going to take away from his touchdowns. I think that is the one reason that I'm taking them under is I think Nick Chubb this year, especially is poised for one of the biggest breakout years. I think they know how to use, they know how to use this offense extremely well. Like they know how to use both those running backs. They know how to use those wideouts. Odell's coming back looking great. Jarvis is looking great. Like I think Donovan Peoples Jones, the Michigan guy, I think he's looking great. But at the end of the day, I think those run. I think the running back is going to hurt them a little too much. I, I got Baker Mayfield going under, but I got the Browns going far. I, I completely got, agree. Got to be the best one-two punch in the league in the run in the running back department, right? I mean, it has to be. Yeah. Has so to be. like, I think I agree, and I think that that's what takes away the sense. Like that's that's another piece of why I can I can understand why you go with the under. There's a lot of takes I don't understand from you. And I mean, there's just times I don't get it, but that I can get. They've got a good running back room. A um, couple of teams we've had some comments on. Uh, shout out to a few people, and including Trish Rogers. Uh, Cowboys, Dak Prescott, Trish. 32 and a half over under. That's a lot. That's a lot of touchdowns for Dak Prescott. Tell Oof. me. I mean, I, I ain't even going to lie. I like his story. I like the Mississippi State. I thought it could be interesting, you know, with him in college. He's had a pretty successful time at the Cowboys. All right, I'm, I'm going to stop going around the question under. I got under. I honestly wow. think he, I think he's great. I think that's really high up. I think he's got one of the, I mean, like, like, look at the Cowboys right now. Their offense is ridiculous, you know. That I think their wide receiving core is absolutely wild, and that's something he's going to heavily, heavily rely on. But what he's not going to rely on, which was a big part of his game, was that running. I think he doesn't need to try and go out there and make nearly as many plays on the ground that he used to because that's something he was able to scramble a little bit with, break away from. I think people have been talking too much crap about Zeke, and I think he's ready to carry maybe one of the biggest bellies he's ever had and run that run that belly all the way to the end zone eat a little bit more I think 32 is a little too much to ask for I think Dak's gonna have a great comeback year I think the Cowboys are gonna be extremely scary but I don't have him going I don't have him going 33 touchdowns I have him going I, I could see 30 31 max is my take but can I ask you what do you think I'm gonna say I mean, there are so many things going on that you think about on a daily basis and they're just wrong. So I'm going to have to say you're going with the wrong answer and you're going to say over. I'm going over, Speaks. I'm God. going over. This is why I like you. You know me well. You, you think I'm going over for the wrong reason, but I'm going over. Dak's ready for a big year. He's so ready. 
I watched Hard Knocks. He's so pissed off that he can't even practice, man. I mean, he's going for he's gonna throw for so many touchdowns this year. He's gonna have a full season with CD and Amari. Listen to this. This is the part I like the most about this. Second right. easiest schedule of the season. Second easiest. The easiest right. is the Eagles, who's a team in their division. He's already proven he's all that. He's gonna want to do it after the big contract, too. He's gonna want to go out there. He's the NFC. Him and the Cowboys, listen to this, listen to this, hot take. He is the NFC equivalent to Baker Mayfield for me. Both of them will have breakout Ooh. years. Ooh. Always have a great O-line in Dallas. Agreed. And I think Zeke's falling off a little bit. And I, I think too. he's getting a little worried. He's been sitting down. He's been putting too much pork in his belly. <laughs> I think Zeke's falling off. I think Dak Prescott will have a close to an MVP season as well. And watch out for them Cowboys, man. Wow. And, uh, you want to hear? You want to hear my other hot take though? I don't Let even think hear the Cowboys win. I don't even think the Cowboys win their division. I got the G men. I got the G men winning the NFC East, and Daniel Jones and Saquon Barkley shocking the NFL. Just watch. Just watch. Just, just, just because I don't think anyone could hear or see what I just did. I I had to like try and leave the room right there. Like you had to try to. You really had to calm yourself down. Oh my God, the Giants! The wow. Giants. I like okay. them. I I like them. I mean, I like you're you're a good kid. I like you, but I don't like Thank them. You. Honestly, <laughs> I, I I do not like them. Well, you know what? I, I I will say I could see Dak having that similar year to Baker. I think Baker's gonna beat him out a little bit, but I think overall there's just one person who will not be beaten out. And that's the bum boy, Patty Mahomes. I think he, we have him here at 39 and a half touchdowns. And God, I hate to say it, but I mean, you look at the player comparisons, I think he's over. I think he's in that category now with Peyton, Tom, and Drew, where he's getting those touchdowns. I mean, he's had a 50 touchdown season. He's had a 38 touchdown season. I really don't want to talk about him too much. I get that they're on that revenge mindset. And he's about to just probably shock the world with like, Maybe a between the legs pass at this point. I don't even know, but I think he's going to go at least like 42 to 48 touchdowns. Here's the thing with like my heart is telling me to say one thing and my mind's telling me to say something else. But a lot of time when money's on the line, I go with my heart. That's stupid. I'm taking the under. It's just 39, 39 and a half is tough, man. (laughs) 39 and a half is tough. Patrick Mahomes, he's not that guy. I don't even think he's the second best quarterback in our division. I really think Drew Locke and Teddy Bridgewater take one and two, and I think he squeaks in at three. All right, I got to shut up. This is getting out. We're going to lose. We're going to lose <laughs> listeners at this point. Uh, yeah, I'm going to take under just because I think that's going to be hard, uh, and they play some good defensive teams, but that's enough. I don't like talking about them. Uh, yeah, moving on to wide receivers. Uh, yeah. One guy that I'm going to have my eye on, um, yeah. kind of a stud guy. He's a guy that like could be a wide receiver one, two, um, talking fantasy, uh, Calvin Ridley, uh, yeah. coming in a cool. little bit of changes in Atlanta speaks coming in 10 over under. Tell me ATL ATL. I'm loving it. All right. I, I agree. Let's just, let's just start off with, let's look at the list of wide receivers that have come out from Alabama. I mean, you let's literally have it. his, that let's, let's look at it. We got Jerry Judy. We got, his old boy there. I mean, literally, it's his time now, too. I think it's Calvin Ridley's time. I think he he saw what 
uh, was left for him. He saw what shoes he had to fill. And I think he's going way over 10 touchdowns. I think he's having a breakout year. He was third in 2020 in red zone targets with just seven touchdowns. So he's proven that he can get those seven points on the board. I mean, he has a rookie tight end who he's going to show him the way. He is the main guy this year who Matt Ryan can rely on. And Matt Ryan does scare me. I will say he does scare me every once in a while. But I easily think Calvin Ridley will not fill Julio Jones's legacy, but he will fill his shoes and position that he needs to to be the main man there. Okay. I have okay, I've I've got a lot. Let's take a deep breath. There's a few things I agree on. There's a few things I don't. First of all, I was really excited to look at the list of Alabama wide receivers, and you named two, so that was disappointing. Well, okay, sorry. No, 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 no. I know you can name more. I thought we were ready to dive into it. That's fine. Second thing, are you really telling me, Speaks, that this kid is going to fill Julio's shoes in Atlanta? Are you telling me that honestly right now? Yes. Okay. So, Okay. <laughs> Uh, all right. Hot take. Man, I agree. Not- I, I agree. He's going to go over 10. He will not fill Julio Jones's shoes. He's <laughs> speaks. What the hell, man? Are you kidding me right now? Oh, okay. He, he's a great guy. He's a good wide receiver. He's long threat red zone. He's ready for a breakout year. He's kind of, he's gone down in touchdowns and catch percentages since his rookie year. So I think he's like, ready to get back on track with Julio gone. He's got to be that guy. Um, yeah, I, yeah, he's not going to fill Julio's shoes. I mean, I, oh, okay. Whatever. Julio's an all time. Right. Great. I will say that. I'm just saying this man. You shut your, shut your mouth. Shut your mouth. You you've ruined so much of your credibility on this episode today. I don't know how much credibility I had to start with, but you ruined a lot of it today. <laughs> I'm going to give you another shot. DK Metcalf coming in at nine. Is he, is he that guy or is he, was he a couple breakouts? DK Metcalf. This one was tough for me. I'm not even going to lie. I went back and forth about me too. One time. No, I'm kidding. I went back a lot. Like, honestly, it's like, it's hard because he's also a guy who has a lot of hype around him. And that can scare me a lot of times, you know, like, NFL is easy to have that one season where you do have that breakout year and then teams can figure out, figure out a little bit more. However, this Mm. six foot four, Mm. 230 pound wide receiver Mm. is nearly impossible to figure out. I know Mm. people question his hands. I know people are, they can get a little iffy on him. The Megatron that's a that's a bit of a comparison. I know I just said a hot take, but I don't think he is coming close to Megatron. I think that's a little too okay. much. Okay, there we go. But the 17 touchdowns in that same time frame that he just had in those past two years, I mean, I, I think he can do it. I think he can get 10 touchdowns. I think he's proven to the league that he is a menace. Uh, I, I got him at at least 10. I like when you get all excited. I like it. You got this you got this fiery look in your face. When you get excited about something, you just had it. Good for you, Speaks. Um, however, you're wrong. I'm going to take the under. Uh, I don't think that DK Metcalf is um, all that. I think that nine touchdowns is really close. I went back and forth a lot, too. I could see him getting 10. I could see him getting seven. So I'm taking the under. 
uh, strictly because it's too easy to disagree with you sometimes. Uh, they play a lot of really good defensive teams. Their division might have two of the best, you know, defensive teams with the Rams and the Niners. Um, Tyler Lockett's there still. I don't know. I take the under. I actually personally think it's because I think Russ is going to fall off this year. I, I agree. Yeah. I don't know why. I just have that gut feeling. Like, he's going to be bad. Dude, like, I, I don't know what it is because he's great. Like, he's been great. He's proven himself. He's been super – I mean, like, this dude has been great, but there is something. It's, like, some just weird feeling. It could be how strong their division is, too, and, like, the fall-off he had last year as well. Like, they looked like they were going to be that team at the beginning, and that fall-off was pretty damn hard. I don't trust him. I totally don't trust him, but I put my trust in DK. I mean, that man can carry a whole team by himself. He can carry a stadium if he wants to. Just look he's at a strong. Him. He's a strong guy. I I would go. I would go as far to say that he could probably bench more than me. Probably. Probably on a good day. On a good day, you know. His good day or my good day. We'll, we'll go with his good day, you know, for you, kid, you know. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it gets gr- tense in here, but you just always know how to make me smile. <laughs> all right well <laughs> let's let's get in a rush rushing i want to see who's gonna break out this year these are three guys that i think all three of these guys have the capability to be the best in the league but Agreed. i don't know where they're gonna go this year first off alvin kamara he's listed at 10 rushing touchdowns now that sounds low but think about how many he might get in the air but yep, still sounds low to me for some reason i don't know what do you think i agree i actually do have and this is tough because these are three of the best running backs i think but i think that is a little low i think you know i've got him going over we've seen him score six rushing touchdowns they were all rushing in one game like he yeah. literally had that in one game, so we know he can absolutely do that. You know, 2019 was his kind of off year, but that's because he had some injuries. When he was a rookie, he had eight. 2018 and 2020, he's both over on his rushing. Drew Brees gone too. You know, I was looking at some stats about Jameis Winston. He doesn't target his running backs much, so I, I think he. I think if we were to say uh, reception touchdowns and we were going to talk about that or receiving touchdowns. I don't think he'd be over on that, but I think rushing touchdowns, he'll definitely be over because just the way the offenses ran. Oh God. I also have to say, I saw an article today that Winston might not be the one. I'm not even going to lie. I, I saw that there. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I think, uh, I like think, they're you going know, with Hale? Who, I think, you know, who's, what? Uh, yeah, I saw an article about it today. I heard it on part of my take and I was like, like, that just doesn't make sense. Like it works so well. We saw what Taysom Hill and Drew Brees did last year when you use Taysom Hill as that like specialty guy. Like it works so well when he's in that position, but he's not a starting QB. Huh. I'm a, yeah. I'll take the over too. That's interesting though, Speaks. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. I'll yeah. take the over. I don't think that the Saints will do all that well this year. I think that mm-hmm. receiving wise, especially with Mike out, like I, I think they're going to be looking to Alvin quite a bit. Um, he's an animal. I mean, the dude is an animal straight up. Um, and I think that, I think he's going to go over, but that's interesting about the saints. I don't know what's going to go on there. Um, I can tell you, I do know what's going to go on in Carolina. 
Um, I think they're a horrendous football club. Um, I think Amen. we might have gotten maybe one of their top three players to come to the Broncos, and he's going to be a backup. If that doesn't tell you about the fucking Denver Broncos, I don't know what will. Um, <laughs> Christian McCaffrey, though, coming off a big injury. Injuries scare me. 11 and a half. I'm going under. Whew. I know that's kind of weird, but I'm going under on Christian. It's the injury that worries me. I think Carolina's just horrendous. I think Darnold is just crap, and I think they're going to make him throw. So all eyes are going to be on Christian in the backfield. They got nothing else to worry about. I think they got, like, Robbie Anderson. That's probably it. So I'm going under on Christian, 11 and a half. I think if he's getting anything, it's going to be in the screen game. Ladies and gentlemen, loyalty is a word I don't like to throw around a lot. Oh, boy. And this man is a Colorado true bred man who is projected to have the highest touches in the NFL, highest utilization in the NFL next year. Not, not, not even anybody else. CMC, 11 and a half. I'm going over without a doubt. I think Sam Darnold, yeah, he is pretty crap. So why not just run the ball to potentially the best player in the league? You can hand it off to this absolute beast of a white dude, and I think he's just going to take it to the house every single time. I don't think anyone's stopping him. And I will say, I will say, I understand the injuries. That can be scary. This was just something I thought about last year. It's my theory. I think he had the opportunity to honestly come back for at least a handful more of games. But last year was such a weird year for the NFL in general. Like, you know, it was the middle of COVID. The Panthers sucked still. So, like, why would he come back and risk potentially another injury? I think he was honestly rehabbing for potentially what could be one of the best years we're about to ever witness. I feel like I just got roasted. I mean, personally and mentally attacked by you. And I kind of liked it. And we'll see what the hell happens with CMC. Okay. We'll see what happens. Uh, Last guy, big guy up North, Dalvin cook. uh, The most of these three coming in at 13 and a half. Yeah. I'm taking the over and yeah, I'm not worried about it. Yeah. I'd bet house money on it. He's an animal and he gets better every year. Okay. Vikings. I don't know what to think about him fully. I think they're good. I think they can make the playoffs. O-line, good. Passing game's getting better. Take some more eyes off him. Put more eyes on Justin Jefferson. Let Dalvin do his thing. I'm taking over on 13 and a half. I feel pretty good about it, too. You know, this one, I will say, was really tough for me because I've had Dalvin in fantasy, and I've seen also what he can do. Like, he's ridiculous. The Vikings got an absolute gem with him because, for some reason, people just did not believe in him at first. And I know he had that injured first year, but people forgot. But I will have to say I'm going under. You know, I don't love disagreeing with this one. (laughs) But 13 and a half, he has only had one season over 13 and a half. He's only had one 14 touchdown season. And that's a little bit of what scares me on top of Justin Jefferson looking absolutely amazing. Adam Thielen is still great. Kirk Cousins is unpredictable. I have no idea what that dude's going to do. He might run down and just fumble the touchdown. (laughs) God, I have no idea what he's going to do. But 
I, I have to sadly and un well, well willingly say he's going under. That was <laughs> okay. All right. You do you, Speaks. <laughs> you do you. Freedom of speech or whatever they call it. All right. Uh, we're getting away from that. Uh, we're going to a, couple, a few other things that we thought would might be fun to discuss. Yeah. Um, funny. <laughs> I'll let you introduce this one. I'll let you introduce this one. All right. All right. So, you know, we, we, we just need to beat around the bush a little bit. Find, find a couple lighthearted ones or maybe also the complete opposite because we're talking strictly about firing here we're gonna go over under on coaches fired i found out that an average of 2.2 coaches are fired every year and right now there are nine in the hot seat i'm looking at it i see bears cowboys Bengals, cardinals texans it's weird broncos are on there no they're not packers it's weird absolutely weird and dolphins i'm going over I'm going three coaches are getting fired without a doubt. Don't know who they are, but I believe three will. Let's just mix the league up a little bit. Why not? Um, sure, I'll go over two. I'll take the over. Big <laughs> uh, Fangio will not be getting fired. Neither will Cliff no, Kingsbury. Will I think the Broncos nope, and the Cardinals will be fine. Um, yep. Mike McCarthy, not a bad pick because they're so cutthroat over there that if the Cowboys yeah. don't go to the AMC Championship game, he's probably out. Um Matt LaFour is interesting in Green Bay. That's interesting because they might even do it just because Aaron's leaving to get yep. someone new in there to work with love. So totally. that's interesting. Uh, Brian Flores in, in Miami. Yeah, I can one. see that for sure. I like him. Uh, yeah, I do too. Uh, Matt Nagy in Chicago. Man, I'd love that. I, <laughs> I freaking love every every bit of that. I would eat that apart if that happened. That would be awesome. Uh, Bears fans hate Nagy, which they kind of <laughs> like it, but I just love it. Uh, you know what? Actually, I'd rather him turn sign a long term long term contract. <laughs> I changed my mind right there. I'd rather You're him sign the... for like eight years because <laughs> then the Future Bears will coach. never be good again. <laughs> hey, you I, know what? Uh, He's going no. under then. <laughs> yeah, I'll go. I'll switch it to under. I'll switch it to under. Um, let's talk the goat and his future. Um, the goat, this... Peyton Manning. A uh, lot of talk about it. Maybe yeah. it's rumors. Maybe it's not. It's a future NFL commissioner. I don't know. Hey, hey! All I got to say is I have not seen this. Like, this was not just one little rumor. I have seen this float around on a couple different sources. Hard to say if they're valid or not, because, I mean, there's no, there's just literally so much out there. But, I mean, Peyton has the tools for it, honestly. Like, if you think about it, people hate Roger Goodell right now. Like, this man, that, yeah. this stu- you do the stupidest rule, and I'm so pissed about it, the taunting rule. That's going to lose so many fans. Like, that's just I. Uh, that was just a horrible, horrible decision. And I know one man that would not do that: former Bronco, Super Bowl champion, two-time Peyton Manning. I think he's going to be football. commissioner. <laughs> you know, and and the thing is, he's a football family too. Like he's yeah. a guy who understands like a little bit more than just the business side to it. Because I feel like he's a good businessman too. I feel like he's got a high IQ. I feel like he's a likable dude, which is something you want in your commissioner. He's going to be working with, uh, is it Fox? I believe this year, uh, with Eli, I don't know which network, but he's going to be working with one of the big networks. 
So he's going to be seeing a lot of what the league is about. So I think potentially we could see him being commissioner. I say yes. Uh, 100%. And you know, it'd be kind of cool if he came in and he like made a rule where he's like anyone from my family, I get to like choose what team they go to. And like he put Archie Manning on the Broncos. Like I would still get behind that. Um, but Hey, Roger Goodell, man, he, he, I don't know if you saw this. He recently renamed what the NFL stands for. And it's now stands for the no fun league. Uh, because he, yeah, because he actually hates uh, smiles and laughter and, and joy mm-hmm. from people, um, which has recently been reported by all uh, credible sources. Um, so, yeah, I would love to see him get out of there and, and get Peyton Manning. And I think Peyton Manning's like a great guy. Like, I mean, honestly, like, I really don't know if there's many teams that like and fan bases that like don't like Peyton Manning. Like, yeah, like, yeah. he might have beat your fan base, but like he's such a good guy and he loves football yeah. so much. Like, what better way to like have him and like exactly you said he's his family is centered around football like the manning family idolizes the nfl so i think that'd be awesome mm-hmm. you know and we just we just had to throw those last couple in because you know why not like i believe i believe those are two very likely situations i believe that this was probably mason's worst episode if i'm being quite honest so as we said from the start just don't listen to him like you want to keep your money yeah you want to save a house because you put your deposit down on oh my god what did you say you said you 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 literally said the cowboys are going to be like the browns hey man teach their own teach their own enjoy let me put it this way speaks not everyone wants to live inside the safety of their mother's arms the rest of their lives. If you want to grow some cojones and step outside in the real world, make some money, put down some big time bets, you come talk to me. Okay, you come talk to me. You want to play it safe and take take the over on the easy ones, take the under on the easy ones, you go talk to Speaks, okay? He'll, he'll get you a nice blankie and he'll tuck you in every night. You want to get rough, you come listen to me, okay? I, I, don't, I don't do this for likes. I don't do this for people to respect me. Okay. I tell the people what they need to hear. I don't tell them what they want to hear. You understand me speaks. I'm not going to lie. I kind of want you to run for president now. That was that, that speech touched me. My God. You want to take commissioner? I'd be down. <laughs> I mean, I would make this the official podcast of the NFL. I mean, they've already got like official bar of soap of the NFL or something. They like have that. everything. Why not throw homegrown takes as the official official NFL? All right, we we are getting we are getting out of hand here. We just want to say thank you. Screw whoever tried to ruin our podcast. I don't even know yeah. why you do that. When you were, I don't even know where they tried to hack us from, but we're back. We'll find them. We'll find them. We'll find them. We're back. We're better than ever. We're ready for some more hot takes. Again, you know, Milski, we don't have you take it away today. Yeah, guys, that was that was fun. That was just good, clean fun right there, Speaks. And I said early on, I said this is normally a family podcast. Not today. That no. was an R-rated podcast. Um yes. parents, if your kids were listening to this and we didn't mention it'd be an R-rated podcast again. That's on us. Sometimes we just get out of hand. All right, we're done though. We we are rambling way too much. That was awesome. Guys, thank you so much for the support. 
please reach out to us if you got any questions if you want to come on more than happy to help you guys uh we're having a blast it's only going to get better man college football is weeks away nfl is weeks away we're so ready um but for now guys that's it we'll see you soon